live from another mediocre performance supporters group where we talk about our feelings. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You know, I... It's I'd the like Vocal Minority Podcast. Yeah. I was sharing. Hi, Kristen. Raise your voice. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that would just like to watch the World Cup all the time. Like, seriously, we don't want to watch anything else because everything else is just terrible. And the World Cup is delightful. Go Team Chaos. Um, but since we are apparently, allegedly, a Toronto FC podcast or something, on this week's show, we do look back at yet another dismal match for the Reds. Uh, look ahead to not one, but two games for them this week. Yay! Uh, uh, we are going to talk about the World Cup. Woo-hoo! Woo! Hey. Uh, we're right. actually going to talk about the CPL, something we haven't done in a really long time. Sweet. And more. Yes, I seriously, there's more. Dear gods. Okay. To this week's panel. Solacing himself over Argentina's loss with the win of some other country he's related to. Uh, welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, it's been a lot of sadness with uh, Germany going out as well. I, oh, that crushed me. Crushed me. Yeah. I, <laughs> and then, you know, Diego Maradona, he, he came along, he was supporting Colombia, and now they're lost as well. It's so sad. I feel bad for him. Feeling smug about his choice for this year's World Cup, it's Mark Hinckley. Okay, two things. One, I can't even tell if Duncan's being serious. And two, no. holy fuck, how about that third goal? That third goal, I I want that, like, playing permanently, like, on a loop all I know the time. You sh- I know you shouldn't get a statue for doing a beautiful dummy, but goddamn Lukaku. That I know, right? Was ah, Belgium's third goal, yeah. That was yeah. spectacular. Because I was sure. I was sure he was going to fuck that up. Oh, yeah. He's got sort of Belgian national hero right fucking there on his boot. Everyone's expecting him to take that shot. And he just lets it go instead. Beautiful. And go figure, he's a Belgian national hero for not scoring. Taking the <laughs> shot. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking uh-huh. legend. That whole play, though, the whole thing, like from the – just from all the way from the keeper, like the whole thing was just mm-hmm. – Delightful. Yeah, indeed, it really was. Uh, Tony's not with us tonight. Uh, presumably, he's drunk somewhere after the Spurs. I mean, England advanced on penalties. <laughs> Spurs B, yeah, yeah. Um, as for me, I am delighted that France won their match, though still a bit sad for Messi. I, I, I admit it. I, I feel I have the sadness, but uh, whatever. Fuck those guys. I'm your host, Kristen Knox. Pay your fucking taxes, Messi. Pay your fucking taxes. So the slide continues. TFC wilted in the hot summer sun. As even though, especially in the second half, they looked like the better side, the again 
criminal lack of finishing and fuck you Luis Robles for being so good and yet another Seba PK miss saw Toronto continue their residence near the bottom of the standings yay mm -hmm. so much fun that was just it was a frustrating game to watch because yeah like Robles was really really good for for New Jersey but um again you just watch these guys and there's like three players that look like they're trying and really care um but it, i see uh at, at one point uh late in the game osorio basically bitched seba out for lack of effort i wish yeah. i saw that yeah that does sound entertaining like it was one of those sort of like you know gesturing quick comment thing but Oso didn't look happy, and it was definitely at Seva. So um, watch the game back or watch the last. Uh, it probably happens in the last 20 minutes. Um, anyway, it, uh, you know, it wasn't as bad as the week before where, like, everyone stopped and was, mm -hmm. and was bullshit. Um, but it was not, uh, you know, they've played worse. Like, yes, they, 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 got, they got beaten by... Uh, they have played worse. I know, but got, we've seen them play worse, and recently. Yeah. Um, but they they got beaten by a really good keeper. Uh, that's part of it, but it's certainly not all of it. Mm. I don't know. I have I have very little positives to take away from this match, just because there doesn't seem to be much positive around them right now. Marcus, yeah. you were the you were the lone VMP representative at the match. Thank you for. Yeah. Uh, for taking one for the team. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was uh, too oh. fucking hot. First off, I need that needs to be said. Uh, so uh, kudos to those of you who decided not to come to the game due to uh, ridiculous heat. Uh, and for those of you who who aren't sure about the south south end, at least in our corner, uh, by halftime. There was no shade. So even though it was nice for the first 45 minutes, it got worse. Like the game Excellent. itself. <laughs> but you have a roof in the south end. I know, but the sun doesn't always stay above you. Ooh. I know. Fuck the sun. So uh yeah, aside from that, you could you could hear the uh you can hear the discontent, which is healthy. Yeah. Um and it also means people are still paying attention and give a shit, which is something I've often concerned myself with a typical Toronto crowd. I'm not talking about the necessarily people who listen to us, but the rest of those savages who don't. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um, but like, like the fact that they're booing means that they care, and that's good because they're mediocre right now. So aside from that, um, you were smarter to watch it on TV, and if you watched it on TV, well... Full marks because you didn't really miss a fuck a lot elsewise. Fabulous. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch on TV. I just saw the highlights. Uh, uh, you know, the also, not, not, together, to, so. not to downplay Kristen's brilliance, that may be better. Yeah, Whoa. valid choice. Whoa. Valid. Because not only did you not have to deal with the heat, but you also didn't have to deal with the garbage. So yeah, it's true. Well done. All right. Well then, uh, moment of the match. 
I'm going to have to go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Doc. Sure, I'll go with the penalty miss. Uh, there's a couple of clear options there, I think. But, uh, yeah, let somebody else take penalties. Hey. I don't th and this one here is obviously going to the bottom right again, but he wasn't even doing it very well. I mean, it was, it was at least a, a foot or a couple of feet off the ground, and much easier for Robles to serve. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Vasquez wasn't playing, but there's got to be somebody else to fancy So then that, that's my question, because this, this, this sort of came up on Twitter. We had a little conversation, and who, like, honestly, like, and, you know, who would you, out of who was out there, who would you have step up? Like, my... I ended up saying Osorio. Yeah, why not? Why not? He's, he's, he can't do, all right. I would I would go as far as even making it more specific than let's not have Seba take the next penalty. How about let's not have Seba take the next penalty against Robles? Hmm? That seems pretty fucking obvious. I mean, at this point, Rob, Robles is the Seba whisperer, okay? He's in his head. <laughs> he's building himself he's a nice life. Head. Yeah. He's got a gazebo. He's got a three-car garage. <laughs> he's got some of the finest internet speeds known to man, and he gets all of his groceries delivered because he doesn't ever have to leave. It's the perfect yeah. setup. How in the shit does it, like? I mean, after the last free kick, the last penalty uh, from the playoffs, I kind of thought, why would you, like? At this point, we already knew that that was going to happen, and then it happened. So why are we still doing this? Let's not give Robles the easy L. Given that he might be the only keeper in the league who does study tape, <laughs> let's, let's take advantage of that. And how about put, I don't know, put Hagelin. Let him take the fucking penalty. There's well, no footage for him. My, that was one of my suggestions, too. I was like, why not Hagelin? Or, or was Hassler still out there at that point in time? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Justin Morrow. Sure. Justin sure. wasn't playing at that point in time, Duncan. Michael Bradley. No, terrible idea. No. Yeah. No, if you uh -huh. saw Michael Bradley's corner kicks from Sunday, no. I have seen Forget two of Michael. I've seen two Bradley's of Michael Bradley's penalty kicks. That as well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been facetious. Same as with Justin Morrow. Yeah. I know. Anyway, um, yeah. sorry. Uh, we sort of got lost in this. Uh, Mark, what's your moment in the match? Oh, it's Robles. It's Robles all day, all night, all Seba, all the time. It's just, it's 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 a comedy at this point. And, like, I, I there, never mind the fact that we're we're slowly becoming disenchanted with with the uh, atomic ant, yeah. but it's not even about that. It's about no, Ro Robles has got his number. Let's see what he can do against anybody else. And to be honest, if anybody else was to take that shot and Robles saves it, fuck, Robles is really good at taking penalties. It's not just Seba. It's a lot of the league. However, you can't test that theory if only one player gets to take the fucking penalty. Exactly. So, like, and, yeah, I, I, I know if, if it may seem like it's, Hindsight 2020 bullshit. No, I was screaming for it as they were pointing to the spot. Oh yeah, and and, and that's the thing. And and nobody like uh, mine, mine's the same thing. Mine's the PK miss. Like it's it's what else could it possibly be? But 
no one wanted him to take that kick. Everybody knew he was going to. Everyone knew where it was going. They all knew it was going to be bad. But I, like, it's, it's just, there has to be a change in this. And I understand, I understand that as a coach, you want your formerly best player, leading scorer, to get, goals to get this monkey off his back. Adrian Heat's monkey is now with Sebastian Javinko, by the way. Um, Fair. But uh, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like he's so he's stubborn, right? So he won't other than that one time where he went the other way and shockingly scored, um, will he change his mind? And oh, so frustrating. Just, they just need to try one of those trick things where you know, whoever it is pretends to shoot and just passes it off instead and then causes massive confusion and uh, and they score. But one like Arsenal tried and fucked up that one time. Yes. But do it well. But maybe right. the key. <laughs> maybe something's got it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, man the match? What's your moment of the match, though? Uh, no, mine was the PK miss as well. Yeah. Wow. Ooga. Oh, Bono getting oh, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moment klaxon. Yeah, Ruga. Ruga, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Bono, lucky. Uh, man of the match, yeah. Other um, than Robles. Yeah, let's go with Osorio. I don't know why. I didn't really watch. But him. Oddly plausible. <laughs> I, I, I kind of went with Delgado. He kind of got himself into some nice spots, but he doesn't have a killer instinct, so they didn't go in. But uh, there was a, there was at least two opportunities where it's like, ah, oh, I wish you were somebody else. So, don't got him. Nick Hagland. Why not? Cool. He did some he did some good things at the back, especially once he had to sort of take over and well, should be always taking over until Drew Moore comes back. I think. Um, and I feel like on some sort of set piece, he almost scored. I could have imagined that, though, but I feel like that had happened. So, yay, why not? Mm. All right, well, Vanny Tactics, um, I, I, I literally put sure, question mark. I guess if that's, if yet again, more players are injured with muscle-type injuries. And seriously, when did these guys get so fucking fragile? Have a banana, um, guys. Just a yeah, banana. Really. Potassium. <laughs> Get that fucking <laughs> potassium up in there. Exactly. Um, yeah, I thought the, the Morgan sub made sense. I was glad to see that he was reading my tweets as I was suggesting that he do that. Um, Delgado coming on. Sure, why not? He's barely played this last month or so. Um, I don't know. I I can't really fault it, I guess. Um, Hamilton, I, I felt like Hamilton was okay, but, uh, you know, he's a, he's a he's a bit of a non-entity. Like, yeah, he was coming off that TFC2 game where he had that gorgeous goal. And if you haven't seen that goal, then go find it. Go to the TFC2 website and watch Jordan Hamilton's goal um, from their match on Wednesday because it's freaking beautiful. So um, maybe they were hoping to capitalize on that, get him, you know, get him some time. So, you know, he looked okay, but yeah, until Altidore comes back, um, 
Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I never thought we would miss Altador this much. Really <laughs> uh, weirdly agree. I knew we were going to miss him, but this much? Holy fuck. Yeah, I, I'm almost starting to believe that even if he does show up, I don't know if that's like there's a there's a clearly a malaise of some kind. Just oh, I don't yeah. know what the hell it is, but it's not like you can't just say, "Oh, Bradley's been shaky and Seva's not producing." A lot of people aren't doing the minimums that you expect them to do. Yeah. You know, passes aren't crisp. They're not. They're they're too heavily weighted, or they're not weighted well enough. They're you know, opportunities are the runs too early or like they're just they're just off rhythm and i don't know if one person coming back fixes that or two people coming back fixes that but this is it to me it almost feels like it's getting psychological it's not just a you know we need to we need to we need to shake things up no this is beyond shaking up as far as well we're going to sit these two guys down and put these two guys up no it's more than that you need to either sit seven or eight of them down and let them struggle and find their find and fight their way out because there's no fight right now. Or if the fight does happen, it's like it's Germany. It shows up way too bloody late. And by then does it matter? Cause you're already down by one or two. All right. Well, thanks for playing. So yeah. Anyway, that's, I don't, I don't know what the, like the tactics seem right. It's just, they're not, doing what you at the very least minimally anticipate to do. Yeah. They're not doing what they're go ahead, Duncan. Well, if you read the article in the athletic this week by uh, Joshua Cloak, and I guess he's complaining about well, you know, sort of dressing room or you know how the players appear and training and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it seems like it's getting to be quite a grumpy group this year, uh, apparently. Probably they're missing Drew Moore's super positivity and Josie Altidore's shit talking. And that that's the key to the whole thing. You know, taking those two out there and just the, the mentality of the group's all mixed up and yeah. I could see that because they're both kind of character guys. Like even sure. even when not that Moore's had bad games, but the games where he's just been like, oh, he is human. You know, like you expect him to play at this almost I don't want to say mythic level, but above his pay grade, which he yeah. normally does. And then he has a couple games where it's like, oh, he's is he losing it? Is this what losing it looks like? And he's fine. He just normalizes and everything's good. And I could see him having that personality about him. And also, too, like when the defense is shaky, the goal goes in. He, I could see him being the type of guy who's like, don't worry about it. We got this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Zavaleta is doing that back there. He's probably trying. He's probably saying it, but his face is like, fuck, what are we doing? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you can just because you say the words doesn't mean it has the same context. So yeah, it's it's so messed up. I hope those are the answers though. It'd be brilliant if those are the actual answers. Oh, Moore and Eltador are back. And they went out laser tagging the night before and then they killed somebody for nothing. Like that would be, <laughs> that would be just like <laughs> that laser tag is the ultimate team building's activity like just for sure anyway so then i i guess we've i guess we've moved into the what is wrong with tfc section of uh the Ooh. the energy drinks post-match um drew moore and josie altador okay that's 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 uh yeah. and injuries as well though is this some kind of like 
the hamstring equivalent of Montezuma's Revenge. Uh, they <laughs> beat a bunch of Mexican teams, and now, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> so they're yeah. cursed is what you're saying. Yes, yes. Yeah, Tigre strains real. You, you don't go into Azteca Stadium and win and expect nothing to happen. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. That's a good point, yeah. I was just going to fall back on the, did we ever determine whether or not BMO was built on a, a, an old, uh, you know, Native American burial ground, but... Uh... No, but there used to be a hot dog stand somewhere around there, and oh. and I'm sure there are dead seagulls from it, you know, back in the J's, <laughs> so... Um, honestly, I this week it has to be the heat. You know, let's let's be fair. It was pretty hot, pretty humid. It was pretty pretty gross. But other than that, was there anything else wrong? I don't know. Future exclude future excuses include uh, that damn rugby league ruining TSC 2s turf. Uh, Doug Ford shrug, and but they got Rooney now. So like we're just getting ready. They're all ready to go. Just use them as appropriate. Okay, all right. Wait one hour before using an excuse after reading. Yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah. Even though that's a that's a lie. They've they've been yeah, they've been lying to us for, for for it's, years. They've been lying to us all of our lives. Yeah. If, yeah. Stupid uh, you know, parents. Honestly. Don't Bullshit. get me started. Everybody panic. It's all so psychopathic. So everybody panic. As I open the newspaper, it's on every page. Paranoia has become all the rage. The sky is falling, the end is close at hand. Anyway, all right, let's move away from this mess and do a quick, a quick. Quick, let's do a quick foray into the world of MLS. Uh, there are no wins and losses this week. Once again, look on the website. Oh, yeah, no, no, we have too much to talk about, and there's World Cup stuff. Yeah, there is World Cup no stuff. It's exactly. true. Uh, but there are two things MLS related that we we need to discuss. Uh, first thing, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas yeah! has transferred Mauro Diaz. Mm-hmm. To Shabab Ali Dubai FC of the UAE Arabian Gulf League. Wow. So this was rumored last week and it is now official. Um, apparently, tomorrow, this is an opportunity that he and his family just can't pass up. Money. Uh, the Money. president of the team is saying all sorts of nice things about him as well. You know, it's been Money. great to have him. We understand. Money. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to subvert you. That's exactly what it is. I could have yeah. told you that. I was just very happy because, like, when they said, "Oh, Al Ali is coming in," it's like, it's like, is it the Egyptian Al Ali? Because fuck those guys. Is it the Lebanese Al Ali? No, fuck those guys. Oh, it's this one. It's fine. You know, I'm okay. I just <laughs> there's so many of them. You have to get your Al Ali's correctly. Ooh. You know, you got it. If you don't, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna mess with you and they're gonna screw up your everything you planned for. All right, and then of course the big news: Shrek has landed. Yes, oh. Wayne Rooney has officially. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. 
um, has I'm signed. With, I mean, that, that just came out of nowhere. I know. No one had even like heard a whisper of this until yesterday. Um, so rate this on the big name being coming to MLS from other league scale. Huh. It's going just by name. It, it's right up there. And this dude's like England's all-time leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's big. So high, higher than Gerard or Lampard? Ooh. Yes. Probably really? As far as, as fame goes, not as high as Beckham, but no. yeah, better than Gerard and Lampard. Fuck both of those guys. Oh, Fuck true. As well, obviously. No, yes, too far. Yeah. Too far. <laughs> Um, I, oh yeah, Mark. Are you are you all giddy and it's in a, in a flutter over this? Hardly, hardly. <laughs> I want a Schweinsteiger. So my point is that I'm going to go with. Uh, as far as big name, see, he's de- like I mean I realize all these guys come over here fairly diminished in star power, but I mean I would say I would put Gerard ahead of Rooney. Uh, I would put him ahead, of, but I put Rooney ahead of Lampard. Um, definitely ahead of Defoe. Sure. Um, not ahead of Rama. No. 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 But uh, the recent ones. He's probably. Wait, what about Mister? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ah. That was that was that was a bloody big heel. I don't know, but whatever. But yeah, he he's probably middle of the road as far as like. Holy crap! But the thing is, part of that holy crap is diminished because uh, he's had a fairly significant decline in quality since leaving United. I mean, he was already on the decline at United. Don't get me wrong, Manchester dunk. Just in case you're worried. Oh, well, um, I was say, when did he play for Hartlepool? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. No, it was Dundee. I meant so. Uh, so yeah, like, Leeds. Like he was who? <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Cobra. So um, uh, he was like he was already on the decline then. Going to Everton, I thought was a great move. Why not? It's a free take him. I would I'd have jumped at the chance to have him, but the decline kept going, and he's been demoted to bench, left bench. So it's not as yeah, like like I'd have been a lot more excited for Gerard to show up than Rooney. And anyway, yeah, that's where I put it. Yeah, see, I actually, I, I like in terms of like see, Beckham for, for for multiple reasons. Beckham just Beckham's hard to knock off that pitch on a on a permanent basis. Um, partly because he more or less stuck around, um, you know, loan spells to terrible teams, not included. Um, yeah, I I've got him above Lampard because that was just dumb, and, and I think. Somewhere around Gerard, I still, I know everyone hates Jermaine Defoe, and I maybe I'm biased, but he came here not on a decline. Um, and True. Is, is that think, what we is that what we were ranking? No, no, no. But I also think Defoe had a had a lot of cachet. But I also talking like, no, no. In terms of name, like like Jermaine <coughs> Defoe you know, up until that, you know, had been a lock for England, all that stuff, right? So he was he was still, when he came here, a huge deal. 
I think, anyway. Again, perhaps biased. Um, oh, stop I mean, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. They made a bigger deal out of it than he actually was. And it was a coup. I won't deny that. It was a, a guy who was still bagging goals, you know, in the 10s and 20s per season. And it, until... But, but, like, as far as you star power... Goals here. I... Now... All right. Yeah, we can argue this all night. I know. All right, but, so, so DC, stay tuned for hour three, where we finally get to oh. the upcoming games. <laughs> uh, DC Robbie United Keen, though, is he bigger than Robbie Keane? And we could go. Rooney? You shouldn't. Yes. 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 But Keane will Keen made a will will have made a bigger impact than than Rooney. Oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, so DC United, you know who are. The only thing keeping us out of the basement. Um, right. Awesome. Have a lot of games left in their season because, Ooh. you know, they've been on the road. They've got their stadium hasn't opened yet. They have, you know, in in a couple teams they have they they've got six games in hand on the crew who has played for you know. But like they they're averaging like five, four or five games in hand on most of the teams in the Eastern Conference, and uh, hi, Christine. You know what? Now you just disappeared for a while. Keep going. Oh, okay. Hello. Um, so with all the games in hand, with the new stadium opening, um, which we'll talk about in a second, and with Rooney joining them. You know, we're, we're, we've all pretty much written off TFC, but is DC United's comeback still possible? No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I say yes. I think it's going to be one of those, what the fuck? I think it's going to be, wow, they went from 11th to 8th, and that's it. No, no, no. I think they're going <laughs> like, to make the like, playoffs. They will, get off, they will get off the floor, but they are not getting anywhere up there. I think they're. I think they will. I see them in the playoffs. It, it wouldn't surprise me. I think you know, they've got a lot of home games, like you say. By the way, I think Wayne Rooney is going to be really upset when he realizes that he's not going to be playing at legendary RFK Stadium uh, instead well, of this other place. This, uh, oh, that's, sure that's the other reason. That's the big attraction. Um, well, speaking yeah. of the new stadium, they've got a lot uh, of sure. Rooney's first match. Is likely to be the home opener, the opener of the new stadium. Ooh. Which, you know, if I ask the question, which event will get more press? Clearly, it's going to be Rooney's first game. And I feel bad for the new stadium because the new stadium opening, <laughs> I think, is going to be completely overshadowed by him. The stadium doesn't have feelings, Kristen. Doesn't. How do you know, Duncan? Because if it did, right, it had been crying from loneliness over the last <laughs> over the last six years that it wasn't being built. <laughs> All right, um, but but I, yeah, I think Rooney is is the biggest story there. Yeah, yeah, but it's we like new stadiums. I love a hey, hey, you know, you both know, I, I love know. a good new stadium. Tony, I don't think he knows I like it as much, but. But um, if a building, if a building somehow can get a higher billing than a player of international, you know, 
stature, regardless of where he is in that stature at this moment. Um, what the hell's wrong with this league? Like, it's not even the team. The league. You know, if, if you don't want to be a retirement league, here's a suggestion. Don't go after pre-retirees. It's that simple. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be, you know, shouldn't have to be spelled out for you in such a way. If your new stadium and the food offerings, which most fans will A, never buy, B, probably couldn't afford, is going to be part of that launch, uh, again, what the fuck are you doing? Who are you appealing to? I'm just, I'm, I'm worried. It should still be Rooney, but I'm worried. It's not impossible is what I'm saying. All right. Well, let's move on then, shall we? Yes. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Moving on to fun things like the World Cup, let's talk about TFC's match tomorrow night or tonight or whenever this is getting published Wednesday okay. night against the Loons. Ooh. Yay! God damn. Uh, <laughs> That's how excited Dougie is. Oh yeah, yeah, can't wait. So, you know, the Loons have been fairly hapless since joining the league. Um, Although, when TFC played them last year, they only just managed to beat them 3-2. And I remember that game, and that was not an easy win. Um, They have had some ups and downs so far this season. They're still below the playoff line, but not quite as crap as last year. And actually have a positive home record. They're 4-3-1. Um, so yay ish, uh, for them, not for, for us. Uh, and what earlier on the season would have looked at this game and circled it, even though it's an away match as, you know, three points, um, not so sure that anyone thinks that now, especially given, um, what was that list of injuries I sent you guys? Uh, earlier, um, Arrow was on it. it? I think everybody was on it. Uh, yeah, so Arrow out a few mm. weeks. Vasquez, apparently, he's going, he, apparently, he's traveling with the team, um, even though he didn't train. Mavinga, uh, not apparently, not playing until, uh, uh, two weeks, so the Orlando match. Uh, Vanderweel apparently is back. Huzzah. Um, Hernandez, uh, who was injured on the weekend, did not train and is out. Oh, no God. word of return. Oh, my God. I know. Apparently, <sighs> Zavaleta, Hagland, and Morrow all trained, uh, but went straight off after warm-ups, but expected to play, start all of those all of those good things, but yeah, yeah, it's good times. It's good times. 
Um, and now, of course, the team are not only missing Ben Spencer, but... Are they missing started... Are they really... Yeah, not really. Well, I, again, I keep thinking a big body would have been useful. Um, How many uh, ones? Hmm? Oh, right. We're going to talk about him later. Anyways, another player was released, and we'll talk about that in a little while. But yeah, six gazillion players injured, as per usual. Um, yay! So, Ooh. so exciting. Um, and, and, you know... Loons are still not good. Um, I did before we get into the into the whole, you know, player being taxed, all that stuff. The question has come up, and I've seen people sort of mention this: is whether or not uh, uh, Adrian Heath will be the next coach uh, to be turfed this season. Do you guys think that is a possibility? Is he the next on the bubble? Okay, so Orlando have already fired somebody. Yeah. Uh, DC have got a new stadium. They won't want to do that. Yeah. Colorado coach is new. You've got to think he'll get at least the whole season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Greg Vanny just won MLS Cup, so probably not him for a while. Yeah. Yeah, probably probably yeah. yeah, Earthquakes, I, I don't even know who their coach is. Oh, good the, point. The oh, that is a good point. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's new. I think he was around last season. If I could be wrong. Uh, Exposure. Uh, and the Sounders, who are also crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, Schmetzer could, uh, they oh, won. yeah, Schmetzer. A, yeah. A, cup, a cup and a final appearance. I don't know. It's. I think he's 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 in a slightly similar but lesser Vandy position as far as job safety. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's he's got to be uh, – he's got to be near the odds-on favorite. Back off, he says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, um, agreed. But imagine if he loses to TFC. I mean, TFC, come on. Nobody does that these days. How shit are you? It's guaranteed firing. That's, uh, the, that's so getting a sacked in the morning chant if you lose to TFC. Earthquake's head coach is Mikhail Star? Star? S-T-A. I can't pronounce his last name. I think it's just Star. Um, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, before the season, in fact. So, he probably gets the whole season as well. Yeah, Adrian, you're on the bubble, especially if you can't beat TFC. Yeah. Um, so, this month is, is uh, it's, it's a difficult month for Toronto in that not only have they been unable to get any momentum or have some, you know, positive results that may have points involved, um, they have a ton of games this month. So they've got three games this week. So they played Sunday, they play Wednesday, they play Saturday. On top of the MLS matches, they have two Voyagers Cup matches. So Ooh. there's multiple weeks in which they're doing two a weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is, they've got three matches this week and then they get a week off. There's no Voyagers Cup match next week. Um, they can relax for a week or not and uh, wait until they travel for the Orlando game. So it's, you know, we've all sort of pegged late summer or parts of summer uh, in terms of when is TFC season done. But I think if they can't put a run together this month, then clearly that's it. 
Fair? Yes, that's fair. Yeah, definitely yes. running out of time to get things together. I still think, you know, people are all healthy. September, October, they might well look like the best team in the league. That's very possible. Oh, very possible, uh, but, but it, might, it probably won't, it might won't mean time. nothing. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, player to watch from the loons for this one. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Darwin Quintero. He's not busy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Look, what the fuck's he going to be doing? I mean, he's, my, he's my choice, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Christian Camiras still on the team? Uh, I think so. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that guy. That guy? Yeah. Well, Vanny Tactics. Um, oh God, I totally forgot. Sorry. Uh, speaking of Christian Ramirez, I quickly went to the Loon site. I I forgot what tomorrow is. <laughs> Yeehaw! Wow, I so forgot until you go to the Loon site and like the top, the oh, the top header is Christian Ramirez holding up an American flag. But the best thing is there's this little thing. Welcome our neighbors to the south. Um, but there's this little thing that says salute to freedom. Oh, that's salute amazing. to freedom. Actually, the the the, the uh, welcome our neighbors to the south is pretty funny. Full yes. points. Yeah, I thought that was good too. Um, their, their Twitter uh, or sometime this, I won't say it was uh, day of recording Tuesday afternoon, uh, had something... Uh, Say safe travels uh traveling north. <laughs> like it was at TFC. I'm like, finally, somebody's doing somebody's looked at a fucking map and done some geography. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Actually they they did it, they they've done a they've done a couple pretty good things social media wise in the last day. It's true. Um, but I forgot what tomorrow is. Oh dear gods. All right. Um but yeah, so Christian Ramirez is an excellent choice, Duncan. Well done. He's the he's the scar he's the flag holder. So, uh -huh. um, and yeah, Darwin Quintero, because regardless of recent events for Darwin, although not terrible, um, he's been you know what he's been fun to watch for them. I do sure. try to watch Loon's games when I can, and you know I like I like I like an underdog, which is why apparently I cheer for TFC. Uh, but he's been he's been kind of delightful, so that's a little bit terrifying because the delightful players delight in torturing TFC. True. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Vanny Tactics, as we've just discussed the the injured list, uh, I hope Victor Vasquez doesn't play. Interesting. Gold. Yeah, Hashtag I like it. Kristen Chris, Vasquez. <laughs> If I don't, he didn't I, train yesterday or today, I don't think he should be playing tomorrow night or Wednesday <laughs> night or whatever. Let's Probably save not, him no. for playing against the best team in the West, hmm. where he might actually be helpful in preventing, you know, a horrible loss or something. Yeah. I don't know. Give Delgado some, some more time. Yeah. I'm just looking at uh, sort of Minnesota's website still. Apparently, did you know where they've won both their matches against Canadian teams so far this season? 
Oh, that's great. And, uh, they I have a three two and one record against Canadian MLS team. Wow. Frightening. They that's, are that's, two that's, four that's... and oh in matches played on July the fourth since two thousand and ten. And well, uh or yeah. fucked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll move away from the, that dumb stats page. Look, I just want to see them play in a formation. I say have a swing at two six two. You know, let's just go crazy. Let's try some shit. I'm not mm. expecting them to get points, even if they legit try. Why don't fuck things up? Go make a name for yourself. One eight one. Vanny introduces a one eight one formation. And it revolutionizes the game. Mm-hmm. Have it. Just fucking have it. Honestly. Just fucking clog up the midfield. No one gets anything done at all. It goes to penalties. TFC win. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You think Colin Warner will get the start? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Might be time for one of his... Uh, Long-range goals. I feel he's usually yeah, good for like yeah. one goal from about 25 yards out per, uh, per season. The one thing I, I know that I think people do forget a, a certain amount in regards to Loons is that they have an injury crisis on par with TFCs, if if not worse. Yes. Yeah. You know, they lost Kevin Molino and Ethan Finlay to ACL tears. Abu Dinladi done something to his leg. Sam Cronin has some sort of medical issue like Ooh. you know they started off the season pretty brightly and a lot of that had to do with the first three guys i mentioned so the fact that they haven't completely imploded i think says a lot now again they're still not a good team but it'll it's interesting um yeah yeah all right um predictions <laughs> <laughs> um, 2-0 for the uh, the team from the north 1-0 loons 2-1 loons <laughs> we <are laughs> oh, wow we're a positive fucking bunch uh, prove us wrong oh. prove us wrong yeah. prove us wrong guys prove us wrong challenge failed us but but i say it's not our fault because the magic octopus was 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 killed before japan's match yeah that's and so that overtook our science and it's not our fault i mean i know japan are into sushi but come on i know really you couldn't wait have have some class yeah yeah honestly uh as mentioned in the intros, but I think worth mentioning again, Kristen and Mark's individual predictions are still good. Mm. 
Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where are you going with this? of the mighty, however, have fallen in, in recent days as the knockout stages have begun, um, or even before then, Jeremy. Um, ah. Is it a bad thing that some of the big countries are gone? Because I've, nope. seen, I've seen complaining about this online, which mystifies me because there's still several big countries left, but who cares? Isn't that what we want in World Cups? Don't you want like there to be a startling out of nowhere country to win it absolutely we've we've yeah. been due for that for i don't Decades. know for, yeah, for me at least the last three world cups um like ever since i would probably say I've, i really got the taste of it for lack of better phrasing uh was the korea japan world cup where turkey and korea were in the semifinals. i'm like holy shit and then it became i don't give a shit anymore but it was like it, it, it basically the 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 fantasy of getting that new champion. Like basically, you had two you had two chances at having one in the final, and it ended up being none. So screw that. Uh, but this tournament is doing a wonderful job of culling the giants, and they've been doing it since qualification. So yeah, we're getting warmer and. And it gets more and more exciting as as uh, as it gets closer. Uh, I also would like to 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 add. I count Uruguay as part of the new winter crop because nobody was around in 1950 to remember their last one. Yeah. So, yeah. but but still, like I mean, there's France and there's Brazil, but there's also with my new math six other teams who haven't. So, uh, yeah. Exciting. Who haven't yeah. done what, Mark? What's that? Six of the teams who haven't done what? One shit in a long time, Duncan. Angerland, Angerland, Angerland. Actually, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's five counts. of the teams. Because, yeah. No, no. I know it does count because <clears throat> you, can't, you can't go away from it for two fucking years without somebody bringing up 66. So you're right. Five teams that haven't won anything. And then there's Brazil, France, and then England's lone World Cup victory from 52 years ago. France have only won it once. Yeah, but I was alive, and it's okay. They're not some kind of giant. Eh, They're giant-ish. Oh, Zidane. Yeah, you and your stupid headbutt. Could have been two. Could have been two. Should have been two. But yeah, to get to the question there, yeah, I I am fully down with big teams getting knocked out because that's really where the fun of the tournament comes in. And yeah, so what? Sometimes it's in the semifinals, sometimes the quarterfinals, whatever. We've had a shitload of that already. It's great. And you was Colombia versus England and. Switzerland versus Sweden with their particularly good games. No, but who the fuck cares? There's been more than enough uh, quality in terms of just drama, ridiculousness, and just sheer good games and good goals and everything. We could have like eight fucking nil-nil and somebody wins one nil on penalties games like to finish out the tournament and it's still fucking top-notch. So. Yeah. 
took off I with agree. this. Oh, we need the big teams then. No, we don't. No, we don't. No. No, I'm pure. I am totally on board. The whole, you know, go go little teams, go little countries, go newbies, whatever. It's so Ooh. much fun, and this it's just uh, yeah, like knock knock out the big boys, knock them all down. Let's go yes. to Uruguay, even though I didn't pick you to win. But you know what I mean? Like stuff like that is delightful. Go on Belgium. Go on like anybody. You know, I picked France to win, but if they don't and it's one of the sort of not unknown, but the lesser lights, all for it. I'm here for that for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, considering this has been a bit of a wacky World Cup and we've seen some crazy games, um, is this the best World Cup ever? Yes, so far. Yeah. What? Yeah. The, the, the only the only problem I have with this World Cup is its location. Otherwise, it's been magic. Ooh. Yes. Location I mean, yes, in Russia. terms of Russia. Yes. No, honey, I knew Russia. <laughs> All of the Russia, yes. including Kaliningrad, that everybody forgets even exists. All Ooh. of it. Stupid. But anyway, because of their politics. Generally, yes. Politics, how they got the damn thing. Okay, all right, all right. Um, but the stadium where half the seats are literally sticking out its ass and its front ass. <laughs> you know the two sides. You, the stadium's got two asses, and there's fans sticking out of both of them. Okay, you know which one I'm talking about. I'm not entirely certain which one, but that one. Um, to be fair, Mark, I think that generally, as a rule, stadiums are really fucking good in this one. For, the, for the most part, big and connected, and all the way around, and it's just like, ah, these look like I'm, some impressive stadiums, generally speaking. Yeah, except that weird one. Yeah, that one's stupid. But like, which is so weird that they even got games based on that hack. I mean, it's really a stadium hack, is what it is. It's just, yeah. it's like, what the? F this is brand new. Why weren't anybody thinking about this? You guys knew you were buying the World Cup. Why didn't you tell the architects <laughs> to, you know? Plan ahead a little better, but whatever. Not Ooh. my not my oligarch money. Who cares? Um, Talking about that sort of thing, though, before we move on to anything else, BMO Field 2026, it, it's going to look shit. And weird. where the fuck are they putting those extra seats? I, presumably, a bunch of those extra seats are going to be going behind the south stand. Oh, yeah. And presumably, that's going to have to be bigger than it was for like uh, back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm, ex I'm excited for the terribleness, honestly. All those, all those people who are sort of way, way at the back, I think the canopy is going to be getting in the way of their view. So do they take the canopy down? Do they raise the canopy? How, how, uh, where, where are those fucking seats going to go that they're going to be able to see through the canopy? I'm it's curious. Just... No, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hell of a point. But I don't, put... I, I don't know what they're going to do. Like... Like, for the amount of money it's going to take to retrofit this one, you could just build a brand new one. Not that I'm saying they should, but, like, they spent a hundred and whatever it was, like, almost $200 million reno renovating BMO. The old one only, the original design, only cost, like, 80 Like, like it's, it's, it seems compoundingly absurd, but whatever. Um but who knows? By that point, it might go to the freaking Skydome, which would be terrible. Yeah. No. No, but no. like that's 
that's an outcome too, because even with an expanded BMO, still a bigger stadium. So I don't want it. It's I'm just saying, those are that that's a plausibility. It's still, it's still eight years away. You could build three stadiums in that time. True. And also, too, that that rugby team's got to get the fuck out and play somewhere else. So I mean, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're killing the turf, man. How's TFC two supposed to develop? Very good point. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, next week, more World Cup madness to talk about. But now, let's turn to the thing that will hopefully help Canada's national team advance to a World Cup in which they're not hosting it. The CPL. Hooray. Yay. Yay. I love it already. So, which new clubs haven't we talked about other than Valor FC? Did yeah. we talk about Cavalry FC? Yes. All right, yeah. so Valor FC it is. All right, good. Did we, did, did we, talk, did we talk about Edmonton? I feel we didn't. Oh, Edmonton! Because I, that, that, I think that well, got announced that. right after Valor, like three days later or something. Quite yeah. possibly. Go Rally Rabbits! Mm-hmm. Yay, yeah. FC Edmonton. But since FC Edmonton isn't changed that much, although we'll talk about his their new coach, um, let's talk about Valor FC and their stupid yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is ha- so far. This is now half the CPL with military themed names and badges and things. So exciting. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure that whoever does the the Canadian Heritage moments, maybe they like whispered in the CPL's ear for this one, the whole Valor Road thing, blah blah blah, because everyone knows the story, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know, fair enough, name the street after them, but exactly. Valor Road, and they all yeah. have the Victoria Cross, and that you know. The Valor FC crest draws its inspiration from the Victoria Cross medal. That's magical. Wow. Good. Wow. Good. Yeah. And then, I don't know, their badge is just, it's weird. And then there's wheat on it or something. Of there's course. There's an arc of wheat across how, the top. How are you supposed to tell anybody where you're from if you're a Prairies team without wheat on it? I mean... <laughs> Saskatchewan Rough Riders, that's like their entire thing. Because nobody can draw a Rough Rider, but you can draw an S with some fucking wheat. So. But wait, but wait, oh, the club's sweet. official colors. The club's official colors. Yeah. Black on black? No, wait, just wait. <laughs> Valor Maroon. Yes. Whatever the fuck that is. Wheat gold, because of course, and. It's not black on black. No, no, no. It's earth black. Oh, well, that's pretty depressing for Winnipeg. Earth <laughs> black. Like you can just go black fly black. I mean, yes. You can, ah, there we you go. Can, you could literally Uber for a black fly. I understand. So, earth uh, black. Yeah, I. Uh, um, like I'm so glad Winnipeg has a team. Yeah, I know. And. Mm-hmm. 
I guess I'm not surprised that they chose to continue to lean heavily on this and blah, 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 Valor Road and yay, I mean, Brave you know, Soldiers. What else have they got? It's that or Winnie the Pooh. So, Winnie Bears? The Winnipeg Poos would have been pretty sweet. I'm not yes. going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I would be all over that. In fact, I know people who aren't even soccer fans who would want a piece of that shit. Oh, yeah. No pun intended uh, with the poo and the shit thing. Yeah, that wasn't intended. But yeah. uh, uh, the kit is just a basic red top, no shorts. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I support this kit already. Um, yeah, you know, like, I, I, as far as the name goes, yeah, it's the second military base name, and there's still, like, two or three to go. Okay, sure, I guess I guess that's a thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe that actually means something to Winnipeg. I don't know shit about Cal Cavalry being a thing in Calgary. But maybe this uh, this one sounds a little at least more legit to actually meaning something to people in Winnipeg than the cavalry thing does in Calgary. Whatever. And, and, and you know, this one does have whatever. There is a they lean on this one a lot, mm -hmm. um, like this particular story. Again, mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 a Canadian heritage moment. There's a whole thing about it. Like I knew about this long before I probably even like knew anything about Manitoba other than if Winnipeg was in Manitoba. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Um, I, I also, I, I, it's now the third team that doesn't have an S in the end of the club name. Unless of course it's the York nines and I'm not even sure of that, <laughs> but like, it's like, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, like the heat and the magic when the NBA had their expansion team. Basically I have trouble with, can you draw a Valor? Yeah. Can you draw a York Nine? Like, like it's, I'm like, I'm, this is the kid in me. Now, this isn't, and this isn't a crapping on whoever designed these things. The badges, for the most part, have been excellent. The names are just like, that's what you gave them to start with. Okay, I guess your market research knows better than I do. Probably pulled a lot of people who don't give a shit about soccer, but like names. <laughs> But whatever. Uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I mean, there's, there, there's going to be at least one, I don't know. I realize these names don't necessarily make, like, this isn't going to make or break the league. It's like Halifax, Halifax Wanderers have got a great name to start with. FC Edmonton already has a, a, a groundwork laid to, to build from. I'm assuming Ottawa is going to keep the Fury. I would it, assume so as well. Whatever, whatever they do, whatever they do, all power to them. Um, but like these, some of the names and even the ones that have been bandied about due to the uh, trademark uh, registrations, it's like, sure, okay. I mean, again, it, it's kind of like it's your money, pal, and I'm probably still going to go to the games. But like, I'm not really, I'm not super jazzed about a founder, you know, like, yeah. like, yeah. like to, the, to the point where I would actually, I would actually be like, 
so do you have like give tickets to the founders? Like, yeah, I've got tickets to the Hamilton soccer team. Like I'm not even, <laughs> going, it's like, I'm going to disavow that other part. It's like, yeah, it's my kid. You know, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, not going to register the child's name. I'm just going to like, yeah, that's mine. So uh, anyway, yeah, go, go, go Valor. I mean, I thought it was, I honestly at first thought was, uh, it was a nod to Gimli, Manitoba, which is home to the largest Icelandic settlement outside of Iceland, to which Valor is a club over there. I thought, oh, that's a sweet nod. No, it has nothing to do with it. Very disappointed. Well, Very disappointed. Well, at least at least the cavalry is a physical thing. Yeah. It's a fucking concept. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. over the concept names. Yeah. I don't, I just, I, I don't know. Who... Friendship FC. Yeah, why not? I mean, at least the sparkle unicorns. You could draw a sparkle unicorn. Yeah. Crazy. You know who's going to win? Teamwork. Yes. Teamwork FC. Teamwork FC. Win. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship, teamwork, united. Friendship and teamwork. You know, oh. like, like you know how like the low, you know how the lower division teams they just merge them, but instead of coming up with united, let's, let's just put a fucking ampersand. Yeah. Teamwork and friendship FC. I would yeah. love a scarf that says that. <laughs> I don't know. It could be it could be in Moncton, a city I really don't care for, and I would like. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Valor FC have also announced their their head coach. Uh, it's Rob Gale. He's a two-year contract. Name. Sorry. I've heard that name. Yes. Um, coach the U twenty team uh, for Canada. Ooh. And. Um, and then was has also been the technical director for the Manitoba Soccer Association. Um, you know, he's worked in Canadian soccer for many years as as a coach for the most part, also as technical directors in a couple different places. Uh, he's from Winnipeg, or he lives in Winnipeg. Sorry, he's actually from Zambia. Um, Does he know Robert Earnshaw? Uh, I don't know. We should ask. Mm. And. Uh, he used to be the captain of indoor professional team Winnipeg Alliance FC. Nice. Ooh. The short-lived Canadian whatever soccer league that was out there. Exactly. With its with its four teams. So he's he's lived here since uh 2001. Um and he has like all of his badges. He's got UEFA, USSF, Canadian National A licenses. Uh, he's a national coach, educator. So the man has like some paper and some knowledge behind him. So that's kind of exciting. Um, seems really jazzed to be, you know, joining and coaching and all that stuff, which one would hope they would be. Um, so that's exciting. So congratulations. Uh, more new coaches. All the new coaches. Uh, Stephen Hart's back. Yeah. Soup and Forget. all. I know. Forget Donaire's. Halifax gets to taste the soup. Uh, so Stephen Hart has been announced as their new coach. Which, I'm, uh, I'm weirdly excited by that. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited by it. Like, like so far, it's like... I don't expect every coaching assignment to be like, wow. But the fact that out of eight, they've already got two where I'm going, wow. Yeah, I know. It's like, okay, okay. All right, you guys are fucking around. Good, good. 
that no, dude got traded out in Tobago to the Hex. True. Exactly. This is a legitimate, uh, legitimate appointment. Mm-hmm. St. Mary's Huskies, yeah. Oh. Um, no, this is this is this is very exciting, and I'm excited for Halifax that he's their coach. I'm excited that he's part of the league. Um, I I can't, you know, I I can't think of anything bad to say about this. Like Halifax King of Donair, like come on, mm-hmm. built in. Oh, it's just it's just so fantastic. Um, so I am. Um, I am super excited. This is this. I don't know what else they're going to, what, you know, there's like still three teams left to announce or be official and everything. And I'm just like, I don't care. This is like the best thing. I don't know mm-hmm. how they talk this. I look forward to seeing them try. Um, and then the most recent coach announcement and uh, not, not. Maybe Calgary not brings it Owen Hargreaves or something. Or? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so FC Edmonton uh, just earlier today announced their new coach, uh, Jeff Paulus. Um, he has been with FC Edmonton for like eight, nine years um, as the assistant coach. He was also the technical director of SBN, FC Edmonton's academy. So he's worked with, you know, several coaches of FC Edmonton, uh, has so been with the team, uh, been in the community for a long time and seems like uh, a natural choice for this position since Colin Miller uh, moved on. And uh, yeah, so welcome aboard, Jeff. Go you. Yes. Congrats. Well, again, that, that's another solid appointment. Right? I know. This is I know. Going well. I know. It feels good. It feels mm-hmm. legit and stuff. Yeah. The hell's going on? I don't know. Guys, we might have a real league. <sighs> I hope so. Me too. For for all of our sakes. So much. So 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 very much. Uh, the next club announcement, Marcus. Do you have, do you, have, do you want to discuss the next club announcement? Um. Or should we save it for next week? Well. Next week, depending on when we record, won't, there won't be an announcement yet. But I know what you're doing. Yeah, we're clearly recording we're, we're, before the big announcement because it's on Thursday. We are zeroing in on the launch of the Hamilton Hamiltons. And, uh, Hamilton. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> good save. <laughs> I accept the save so we can press on. Um, yeah, I, I just... Uh, uh, there, there, we're... We're we're definitely getting uh, getting a little excited. Maybe some nipples are getting hardened. You know, Ooh. we're just it's getting it's ramping up. It's ramping up in all the ways you don't want them to, because I can't <laughs> wait. And it's gonna be it could be messy, not Lino, but just in general. Um, so, yeah, hopefully more news as it happens.
Um, moving away from CPL because we don't have any other super exciting news yet. Mm. Um, but that was all pretty exciting, especially the coaches. That's, True. that's very cool. Um, time for a little TFC talk. Oh, and there is no TFC where are they now this week because because you can't find them on the pitch apparently. Where is where are they now? No, where is where are they now? No. Meta. Yeah. It, would it be where 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 where? Probably yeah yeah. Where where where? Regardless, go on. Ooh. I'm into this game. Oh. Nick, Nick Sulsma. No, we already did that. Carry on, Um. Mariano Mino is no more. <gasps> oh, did he get did he gets Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Surprise announcement on Saturday. Um, that he'd been placed on waivers. Um, and this this one does mystify me uh, a bit. Uh, we've sort of discussed it a little bit in the intervening days. Uh, he joined the club. Uh, TFC 2, anyway, on loan from Sudamerica from the Uruguayan Primera Division. Mm. And um, only had the one appearance for the first team after signing his first team contract in April. But they seemed really, you know, really high on this this kid. Um, And what little I saw him play, I saw some good things seem like something that they would want to cultivate but suddenly out of nowhere it really seems he's uh he's he's like literally no longer with the club um and haven't heard any rumblings really as to you know any sort of behind the scenes reasons but um yeah Duncan you were saying international spot which is a very reasonable thought. Sure. Yeah, maybe it's just a case of, you know, they obviously had to sign a bunch of players back when there was, uh, you know, a bit of an injury crisis back in the day. And maybe if he'd just stayed with TFC too, he'd still be there. But I, yeah, it's weird. Maybe they just probably need roster spots and international spots because they've got some kind of plan to actually fix shit by bringing in someone who can help right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's very curious. And the other thing um, is that it's 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 not just that Mino has been placed on waivers from the senior team; he's gone from the club entirely. Um, like his loan was supposed to run until the end of the season, and apparently, Vanny hasn't ruled out some sort of return to TFC two for him or for Ben Spencer. But right now, not with the club at all. Crazy. I know. I know. So good good luck, kid. Um, we hardly True. knew ye. In fact, we barely knew ye. True. Speaking of TFC two. Go on. Uh TFC two has joined the new USL D three league as a founding member. Ooh. Relegation. Um, Yay. Are they gonna call themselves the founders? That's what I want to know, right? Uh, that's being squatted on and hopefully never used by any club with any decency ever, ever, amen. Yeah. <laughs> because so that is a an- bad name. Sorry, I didn't know that. This was, was announced yesterday. Um, 
It's uh, the the new league, the USL Division Three, uh, starts in 2019. Um, oh, are they trying to compete with the CPL? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, but, go, is, but uh, going down to the fourth, third rung, yeah, exactly, totally. Really good in for it. <laughs> Can you pay your players less? That's what I want to know. Uh, but because TFC is uh, is a founding member of this, I guess TFC's executive gets a bit of a stronger hand in uh, USL division in the D3 league. So that'll be interesting. Um, but I think what is the... Here's, here's some of the teams. So South Georgia Tormenta FC. Tormenta? Tormenta. I could draw uh, that. Like, I, I, I can't make this up. Uh, FC Tucson. There we go. Uh, Greenville Pro Soccer. Clever. Madison Pro Soccer. These are the these are the oh, founding yeah. members uh, ahead of the league's uh, debut season in 2019. So, I think what is what I hope is a good thing is that this gives the team an actual focus or purpose, other than being like this random supplemental adjunct to the first team because that's you know you, i feel bad for tfc too all the time because they have no i don't feel like they actually get to play to to win things it's just guys running around getting minutes and fitness until they might go play for the first team or they might leave the team like that's how it feels yes so is that going to change though because i mean presumably they're still going to be the main feeder team to the first team. Well, yes, it's still but going to be the place like, where first team players might go to get some some minutes. I feel I feel like although because this is a D three league, are they allowed to do that kind of jumping? No idea. I, I um, think that is what might prevent what we've seen in the past with this and make them actually be a cohesive team on their own. But I, I have to look into it more. That would be a good thing if so. Marcus? Oh, I'm just confused as shit by all this D3 thing. Uh, or this uh, USL3, whatever the hell they're calling it. it. I don't understand what, need, like, why. Like, why, I understand why it exists, but why did TSC need to drop down? Like, so far, all those teams you mentioned are way further than the two Pennsylvania teams. Like, they're way further than whatever, if Rochester decides to come back into the fold. There's, like, none of those, not that there's such a thing as a diehard TFC2 supporter. There might be. But even that's an unreasonable distance. So, like, are you really saving that much money? Because that's the only reason why I could think you would want to drop down to League 2, or the, sorry, D3, Unless they're going to try and push all of the MLS feeder teams into that league and try and clean up the USL as a somehow bullshit, like, quote-unquote second division in the sense of, look, these are all independent clubs that could one day move up, providing, of course, they have $150 million kicking around. Well, so, you know, FC Cincinnati and all that jazz, right? 
I know, um, but, but you know, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I do. I totally. I, do. I would love to. I would love to know really why why it exists and why did Toronto drop it. But I mean, I'm all for development. I, I I'm glad that TFC two does exist and its function in the greater scheme of the club. But I'm just I'm I'm super bewildered by how it all plays out. I'm a bit bewildered too, but I think part of it is going to be like a positive because TFC two has not been what you could call competitive. Um, and I think part of that is because they have, well, they haven't focused on them as a competitive team um, and maybe a bit of punching above their, their weight. I don't know. Um, but this will hopefully help alleviate some of that. And uh Again, maybe see them be competitive, which means they can attract players and um, do all sorts of stuff. The last thing, uh, TFC talk before we move on to the last segment of our show. Uh, you know, we've talked about TFC struggles and whether or not they're unhappy players or sort of what the future of this team looks like after this season with the makeup of this team but with the summer transfer window around the corner who would you get rid of on tfc right now either to free up money shake things up as a look to the future whatever what player is on your chopping block i guess look at a catchy yeah yeah, that, that that's I mean, an easy one. that's easy, but I I, I was kind of like, yes, that like never should have happened. The greater, I don't know if it never should have happened, but it should have turned out better. Let's let's be honest. Um, yeah, I I see it was it was tough because I'm I'm looking at this from like the football mindset in the sense of we're not trading them, we're just getting rid of them to make room. Because and I, and I only preface this because there's a lot of good trade bait in the names yeah. that that I'm going to say, and I'm only looking at this from the point of view of uh, I think this would shake up seriously without doing long-term effects of negativity towards the side, and hopefully they could be filled with comparable younger talent. So my list is in no particular over. Order, Zavaleta, Moro, Ricketts, and I'm teetering on Delgado. Hmm. Silence is okay. compliance. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I say again, it depends on exactly what is coming back and if it is just you know, clearing space or what have you. I, you know, I. I would like to keep Justin Morrow. I would like to keep Delgado for sure. Uh, Zavaleta, sure, he's expendable. Clint Irwin probably deserves a better chance somewhere else. True. Uh, yeah. you know, Ricketts, sure, you could maybe get something for him. And he's not contributing a lot really this year, is he? So, yeah. Uh, not, not at the moment, no. Not as much sense. as I'd like him to be, of course. And if you're going with a, a trade route and hoping to get something back, you go. <laughs> but, but like, I, I don't 
like Javinko Vasquez. And I don't, Ooh. and I say, I say this as, you know, like, you know how much I love Victor Vasquez, but he's already sort of murbled or mumbled a little bit about maybe not being here next year. You know, it, when he's healthy, he's arguably one of the best players in the league and sure. delightful and can do all sorts of wonderful things. Mm-hmm. You know? could be worth something and I don't want him to leave I I I would like to see him finish the season but I feel like something has to happen and yeah maybe we get rid of lesser lights is this the time that they look to move Jonathan Osorio you know there's rumblings that he's got a you know a little mini contract dispute going on um is this the time that that happens? And, and again, and I don't want to see Osorio leave. I would like him to be, you know, stay with Toronto FC for as long as possible. It's been so much fun to to see his game turn around in this last year. But again, is this is this that time? I don't know. I feel like if they don't, if something doesn't happen during the trade window, and it's probably not going to, uh, I don't think we're going to recognize this team next year. I think a lot of players will leave. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, yeah, like, see, I I know that I would be a terrible GM because I'm I'm always thinking that unless they're like terrible, like I don't want to say terrible, but they're just not even close to what you're expecting. Yeah, that's easy to get rid of. But like, like say some somebody came in with a really good offer for Moro, comparable, maybe even advantageous to Toronto, and either for cash or for a swap. I would be reluctant to get rid of Moro or to give up Moro, even if, like, because I'm comfortable with who he is and what he does. Yeah. So, like, for me to for me to name names was almost for this. I don't want to say for the sake of naming names, but just being like that's as ruthless as I'm going to be able to get. Legit. <laughs> it's as not a easy. It's not easy. I said, um, no, but like I, like whenever I've done fantasy pools where you actually have to draft, I'm the worst person you want in it because I'll never make a trade. I will keep this team and I will ride it into the ground every time. Same deal. So just saying I, it is tough though. It's ridiculously tough. segment of the show and that's looking ahead to this weekend's match second match of the week for tfc against sporting casey so yeah it's so great it's time to play the best team in the west yeah. only statistically all right um sorry almost one of the best teams in the west no they can suck it in general you know how it Um, works and on the road 
getting better. Uh, they've only lost one game at home, I believe, so far this season. Um, winning That's six, seven, I, I, I think. Uh, let's just take a quick peek at that. Uh, yes, they've won six, drawn two, only lost one. Yay. Uh, so, yeah, Sporting KC. That's uh, that's a great team for them to face right now, uh, especially with, again, more injured players and a team that doesn't seem to remember how to play together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good times. It's going to be good times. I think that this is obviously the more frightening game of the two this week. Um, nothing, you know, sorry, Adrian, sorry, Loons, but you're really not that scary, especially compared to SKC. So Burn. this is the game that you hope they play a more cautious approach. Uh, you hope that, you know, it'd be good to have Gregory Vanderweel back uh, to have him as part of the defense. And yeah, I just, this, this one, this, this one, this one scares me. Out of all their games that are coming up, this is the one where I'm just like, and I know we all picked them to lose against the Loons, but this one feels like, you know, a spanking's coming. Yeah, it always does in Kansas. I don't remember us ever really doing well there. Um, and yeah, they seem like a good team right now. We don't. This is probably not going to end well. Yeah, it could be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Uh, I, I, I even if Toronto, I kind of feel like even if Toronto can at least show a little more discipline, they are still going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Well, play player to watch from uh, from the not whiz. Uh, I will go with the Ilya Sanchez. Uh, he's from Barcelona. <gasps> from Barcelona. Oh. Yes. Oh, is he really? Yes. Also, he's from 1860 Munich, so that's amazing. Ooh. A real big club too. So. That's fancy. Yeah. Hey, Barcelona B, for the record. But, yeah. Uh, yes. Not not, yeah. not the split hairs, but Barcelona B. And not to disrespect Barcelona B. No. Oh no. They are Barcelona B. Of the bees, they are some of the better bees that you can get. So, sure, uh, I, I'm go not as good as Brentford. No, 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 to be the finest of the bees, yeah, as we all know. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with uh, uh, Daniel Saloy, uh, he's their 21 year old Hungarian striker. Uh, he's got five goals. He's actually yeah. tied right now. And uh, mostly I, I'm watching because I can't remember the last time I was afraid of a Hungarian striker. And I wasn't around for Pushkas. So this is pretty good. I'm actually, because we've uh, already had already been owned by a keeper in the last week, uh, Tim Malia, who has had a pretty good season. Um, he's already at, he already has seven shutouts. 
and damn yeah <laughs> he's only let in 18 goals that's pretty good yeah that's pretty yeah. good yeah he's been he's been irritatingly good so far this season like he was he had a good year last year he seems to be better this year Wonderful. For a team that doesn't know how to finish, this is perfect opponent. Yay. Yep. 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 It's good times. It's good times. Not a problem. Um, what could go wrong? Tact- yeah, any tactics. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, keep it tight. You know, draw some niggly fouls, do a lot of rolling about, get to penalties and win. 4 4 2. I, you know what? This is one of those. It's kind of the serious version of the the fanny tactics that I was suggesting for the other game, and that's like just switch it up. I would like to see Chapman, Telfer, Morgan, Irwin get the start, and just because the way I look at it is this: put out the hungry kids. Yeah, I don't see them getting any points anyway. So let's go for some experience, guys. But also players who are like, hey, you should be playing us. Or, hey, other teams, we have actual value. Yeah. Come get us. Please rescue us from our bizarre plight. Yeah. Because who knew we'd need to be rescued from TFC? Exactly. Barcelona C could be looking. And there's some of the, that's one of the finest C teams you're going to find on the planet. Oh, yeah. 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 They're so. one of uh, easily the, the top eight Cs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there's, there's the obvious seven C's. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but they're eight, for sure. Yeah, but that would never float. So. No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, predictions for this one. Three nil sparks. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, 24, chance of thunder showers, um, <laughs> wind coming from the southwest, and they're going to lose 2-0. Um, I'm also going with 2-0 for the Sparks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the optimistic 2-0. We are a cheery, cheery bunch this week. God damn it. Two straight consensus defeats. Okay. Well, seriously, has that ever happened? Like, I don't think so. Guys, remember 2017 when things were so much better? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) All right, well, on that note, that's our show for this week. (laughs) I have been joined by two of our three usual panelists sitting comfortably on his couch in the basement to be found at Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! Uh, In his uh, secret hideaway room uh, to be found on the Twitterverse at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. If if anybody's looking for a, a sweet kit to check out, Check out Monaco's new Nike home kit. It is fabulous. And Duncan will like it because there's no sponsor so far. Oh. It's, um, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Monaco new home kit? Yep. Monaco home kit. 
if you're seeing the link that that I sent, uh, it's it's got this wonderful gradient thing. Anyway, yeah, uh, that that I just saw for the first time today, and I don't like Monaco, and that is a gorgeous bit of kit. I would be happy to own. That's pretty nice. All right, uh, back to the back to the outros. So uh, that's for me sitting on my uh, my my new love seat, courtesy of my of my dad and my stepmom who abandoned me to move to Cornwall. They don't listen, so I can say these things. I have been your host, Christian Knowles, and yes, you can find me on the internet. It's the entire internet at KZ Knowles. Uh, until next week, Toronto. Get used to it, because apparently it's 2012 again. Oh, God. Okay, who's having the party in the background? I, that's probably me. And uh, I'm about to I'm about to go close the door. So just give me a second. Chatty fucking. I'll, I'll, let's let's play that back. Duncan not being able to figure out how to get back into Google Hangouts again is like podcasting again. with a fifty, like podcasting with a fifty-year-old. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, England wins in penalties and he forgets to do the most fucking mundane things. It's a, a love seat that used to belong to your parents. Yes. Just imagine what used to happen on there. I hate you so much. So very much. It's right there in the name. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Duncan, uh, the only thing I can say is I'm happy that you said this now and not while, oh, I'm going to Cornwall to go get a love seat from my, yeah, that would have been, that would have been like, oh, I'm, yeah, all of a sudden Kristen's weekend just freed up for not free furniture. Uh but and no, you waited. Carrots at you right now. You waited until it arrived. She got comfy. She loves it, and then boom, ruined. What's in? You tell her exactly what's in that sausage, and Stop it's it. gross. And you never want to eat the damn thing again. So full points. Stop it. Stop it. Sausage eating right there. Stop! Stop! I'm already dead. <laughs> uh, fun.